Good morning again, everyone. Well, 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 here we are. It's Sunday morning, and things are different again. So I really have to confess that I am right there with the Israelites, okay? I am wandering in the wilderness, and that feels very present to me. And I am right there complaining. I mean, kvetch, kvetch, kvetch. I am not a happy camper. I do not like masks. I don't like staying at distance. I don't like that I can't hug you or shake your hand. Uh, and, you know, the litany is long, and mine is, you know, thanks be to God, not so bad. There are many people who are suffering a great deal more, and I would encourage them to join me in the Israelites in a little complaining. It's good for the soul. It's my belief. So you can tell this narrative really struck a chord with me because I am tired of wandering in this wilderness pandemic. I'm weary of masks and distancing. I long for the comfort of community, family, and friends. Most of all, I long for the bread of life, for the bread and wine of Eucharist, for the blessing, the breaking, and the sharing of the body of Christ that we do together as a community. Like the psalmist and the people in the wilderness, I have an inner cry. How long, O oh Lord? How long? How long will we be in this wilderness? So as if we weren't in enough wilderness, Ted and I decided to take one of our unusual vacations, and that is to go to a wilderness area in Dubois, Wyoming, and stay at Wing Lake Ranch, which is a combination ranch retreat center. The motto of this place, this wonderful place, is renewal in the sacred wilderness. Renewal in the wilderness. I think there's a key for us there for this morning with our readings. It's indeed a wilderness, this place we like, because it is dusty, rocky terrain, it's hot in the summer sun in July, cold as the dickens in the winter. You know, uh, people joke out there that they have three months of friends and family, and nine months of winter. That's their two seasons. They only have two seasons. So, and, but there's something about this wilderness, the flora and the fauna are typical of the climate, which is not like here. The mountains that you can see from this more rocky place are covered in various kinds of evergreens. There's a lake that's fed by a glacier. And this year, there was a haze coming through the, the gap in the mountains from the forest fires. Just amazing. But it did add to that sense of wilderness. So I have to say to myself, what do I find renewing in all of this? That's kind of a mystery. What do I find renewing? It is a place of wilderness and renewal. This land, this land in Wyoming, was formed millennia ago by glaciers moving over the land. The ancient peoples who 
for the ancestors to the mountain Shoshone people, on whose land we actually were staying, left petroglyphs. Now petroglyphs are carvings in stones, and they are the way that the ancient peoples have left for us their understanding of the connection with the divine when they were in this place. How it is that they discerned God in all that was around them, the eagle, the bear. They made circles. I love the circles of ancient peoples that fascinate me. And so these people, these ancient people in this wilderness made it, found it a sacred place. And their signs and symbols tell us that. They make sense of these connections with the world around them and the Holy One, known only through the visible world. So we come to the question of the psalmist. Can God set a table in the wilderness? Despite the mess we're in, yes, God can set a table in the wilderness. God feeds us in the wilderness. Just as God made God's self known to the ancient peoples, God makes God's self known to us. And God cared for the people of Israel, the people who were wandering through the desert. He provided bread and meat. Even though the Kvetching Israelites didn't know what it was at first, right? Remember, they said, what is this all over the ground? Moses says, it's the bread that God has given you. God is with you in this wilderness. Which brings us to our gospel narrative, where Jesus, perhaps I think with a sly smile, says to the people who followed him across the lake. Notice it wasn't all the people, it was a sort of hanger-on group. And then they got in all the boats, the narrative before this is, they got in all the boats that were available. And they wanted to find this Jesus. They weren't sure how he got to the other side, but they were going to find him. And Jesus, you know, kind of perceives all this, and he says, hmm, you came looking for food. You came looking for your next meal. You thought that was pretty good over there, that picnic we had on the other side. You'd like to have a picnic? No. So let's look at that dialogue again. So they said to him, what sign are you going to give us then, so that we may see it and believe you? We're not so sure about you, Jesus. What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. So I wonder, what am I asking for? in this wilderness time. What are we asking for in this wilderness time? Am I like the people who crossed the Lake of Tiberias to follow Jesus in hopes for that they'd be fed again? Are we able to listen for Jesus' response 
again from our gospel. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. What gives life to you? What gives life to your world? But God, the Holy One, giving you what you need even in this wilderness time. Even, and maybe especially when we complain a little. I can't tell you how happy I am that Israelites were complainers. I mean, I think that's important for us to understand. Not as important as God's bread to us, but it's a good thing. So how does God give us life in the sacred wilderness wanderings we are experiencing? Will we, like the ancient peoples, connect with the Holy One who sustains us in the wilderness? Will we listen closely and open ourselves to God in the here and the now? Not longing for the past. Oh, here's one of my favorite phrases next to this. For the flesh pots of Egypt. Isn't that great? But don't you long for whatever was going on two years ago? I mean, you'd be really nice, right? The flesh pots of Egypt are luring you away. We must look forward through our wilderness. Now, the, the Israelites did not know where they were going. The promised land, how vague is that? We don't know where we're going either. But we know God's grace is guiding us through this wilderness. And so when we celebrate spiritual communion, let's take a moment and just open ourselves. Open ourselves. Just sit quietly and let God be God and pour through us and in us and connect with us. We can open ourselves to the bread that God sends us in and through his Son. Ring Lake Branch has a prayer, it's a lovely prayer, that I offer for and with you all this morning as we continue our service. The prayer is this, Holy One, go with us wherever you may lead us. Guide us through the wilderness. Protect us from the storms. Bring us home rejoicing at the wonders you have shown us. Bring us home rejoicing once again unto our door. Amen.